0: Welcome to the Inside the Journey podcast. This is episode number 32 for Sunday, December 8th, 2013. I'm Nelson DeWitt. John Younger is off the hook today, but we are the creative team behind the documentary film Identifying Nelson Buscando a Roberto. Today's episode is a conversation with my adoptive parents about our upcoming 16-year anniversary since the reunion. This is a special anniversary for me because I'm 32 now and it means that for the first half of my life, I didn't know my birth family and now for the second half of my life, I've gotten to know them and I've had all these wonderful experiences with them. So I invited my parents on to come and talk about what it means to them. Before we get into the show, I just wanted to mention that the easiest way for you to support the work that we are doing here is simply by sharing the podcast on Facebook. Just hit like or share, and uh, that helps spread the word. And it means a lot to myself and John and everyone else who's working on this project. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. And now let's get on with the show. All right, my guest today are my parents, Tom DeWitt and Margaret Ward. And we are back again. Yesterday, we did this recording and the program crashed at the very end. So I lost the audio. So we're going to try and do this again. Today, we're going to be talking about this interesting point in my life where for the first 16 years of my life, I lived without really knowing my birth family, knowing nothing of my birth family. And now it's been 16 years since the reunion. And I've, they've been in my life for that time. So it's this interesting inflection point for me. And I wanted to talk to my parents about their perspective on the past 16 years. I thought I'd start with my dad because, uh, mom, you've been on the podcast before several times, but we haven't really heard from you, dad. Uh, so has the past 16 years meant to you and this experience of reuniting with my family?
1: Hmm. Well, I wish I could remember my good answers last time, so I'll try again. Um, (laughs) We had such a
2: nice conversation. Yeah,
1: it was. It was a good conversation. Um, In many ways, I see it uh, differently for different episodes. Uh, the, The reunion part was very intense, and yet it was also incredibly reassuring something that I could not have anticipated when we were concerned what would your family really be like and would we get along with them never mind that we had language issues and it went better than I anticipated for us it wasn't a uh, one-time here we are nice to meet you here is your biological son and we'd spend a couple of days together and then we drift apart we grew together far more than I think mom or I ever thought we would. Yeah. Um, not, and this is partly because we were at a stage in your life where there were options for you as to what you might do with your life. You were also old enough intellectually growing and emotionally quite mature that you could get a lot more out of this. This wasn't just, oh here's my family, but coming to terms with two families and making that work. Um, I have recalled many a time since when we went through our college tours and I would take Nelson, of course later on I took Derek to a, a number of colleges to visit them before a selection was made and uniformly at almost every place that Nelson and I went The comment from the admissions office was, oh my goodness, your son is so mature. And that's partly because of the emotional investment we all made in this reunion as part of the creation of a larger family. What has it meant in general? It's incredibly enriched our lives. Not only have you obviously enriched our lives immeasurably, um, but it has enriched it in a way because we've become part of a larger entity, a larger collective family, not just of two fathers, a mother, and a stepmother, but a whole array of aunts and uncles, cousins, and distant relatives with whom we have connected, whom who have who have allowed us to make a difference in their lives and I think to understand that you have to understand who we are or who I am. And because Mom and I are both educators, we we place a high premium on helping people grow, both as individuals and as contributors to society through education. There's no shortcut that if you want to have a productive, meaningful life, you need an education, a beyond high school education that gives you skills and opens your mind to uh, to issues that you otherwise wouldn't even begin uh, to tackle. And so we've grown through not just one visit. It's important for the listener to know that we made many visits. You and Derek, um, Margaret and I went down to see your family the first time in Costa Rica. But then we visited once by going flying into Panama and spending time with your family, and then driving up to David where they live and spending time in David, and then making a second trip. Uh, so we've we've grown close to the family. Your family has been uh, to to the US, I think, once for your uh, high school graduation en masse, and then individuals for longer periods of time. And finally, of course, we've added to our own immediate nuclear family, because in a way, your brother Toto and your sister Ava are as much our children uh, as you and Derek are for lots of complex reasons. Ava considers mom her second mom, and Toto has leaned on me for professional advice, uh, academic advice. and just the emotional sustenance he needed when there were family tensions. So that's so different from the normal meet, greet, and depart again. Not only have you grown close to your family, but we're all part of a larger one.
2: Yeah, and I think that that you might say something, because I remember you did yesterday about how last year we went down for Ava's wedding, you know, and yes. I mean that was a very special time for us to,
0: you know, and yeah. and
2: but she looks at at us as as her parents, and you know? well, it is but, a two-way street.
1: Yeah, but that's also unique because uh, of issues she's had, uh, because Toto and Ava were were raised by their grandmother Mama Chila and not by Luis, their father because of the impact of this the civil war and that they were torn apart and were far were living in distant lands um, and so yes it's it certainly uh, is unique for um, for a sister of an adopted child to call us in Berlin and say um, Tom would you please walk me down the aisle as Eva did when we were in Berlin yes that's what enriched us too We Really are a larger family, and I have to tell you it means the world to me. I always feel I need to make a difference if i don 't make a difference, why am I here uh, and we 've made a difference in your at least with your siblings and also with your cousins in el salvador and you know one feels good about that. you reflect back on it we don 't see them a lot, but we see them often enough to know that that they're better, they're better adults, they've helped their younger siblings get education. And so it's been a really enriching experience.
2: I want to pick up on something that I recall from having, you know, just because you asked the question yesterday, then I thought about it. Um, And that has to do with, again, the sort of Issue of timing. I hadn't given much thought to the 16 years. I mean, it's not a round number. It's not like 10 or 25 or 50 or something like that. But when you mention it, then you think about it. And I said, Yeah. I mean, he was 16, and now it's been 16 years. Um, so you're 32. And how different that timing is, and has been, then for us. That we've had 16 years to get to know your family. Mm -hmm. and to interact with them whereas some of the lost children who are now young adults obviously where they were forcibly separated 29-30 years ago who are just now meeting their their biological relatives that they have a you know a much harder mountain to climb because their lives are already shaped in a certain way that is maybe not as malleable. I mean at 16 Dad already said this. You you were able to travel there during your school vacations. You know, you it wasn't like you were in a in a job situation with a family and already sort of a,
0: you know, seeing that your
2: life path was at a point where you could, you could appreciate things and you could take advantage of that flexibility. That I imagine it's it's a lot harder for you know the older people get and the longer that they've been separated.
1: Or or so I think if it was a
2: very lucky thing for us that you, you were just at you know an age where we wouldn't feel as threatened as we would have had you been much much younger and yet you weren't so old that that you couldn't kind of swing the
1: the situation,
2: although that had a lot to do I think with your personality too, you know but that it you is it
1: was this. yeah, it was an ideal age where he's old enough to fully take advantage of this opportunity um, at age eight or ten it would have been very hard first of all you would have been even more torn at sixteen you're not really going to live with one family or the other as much in your future as live with both of them it's not as if you uh, had to choose at age eight clearly one family was going to be the family that you would live with. And you wouldn't have been able to travel unless other members of the family could constantly come along. You were yeah, at I mean, an age you where you were independent yeah. enough mm-hmm. to go back and forth constantly, and we didn't worry. Yes, the first year Mama Chila I think, met you in Costa Rica and went with you on the bus to David, Panama, to see your father, stepmother, and your half-sister, and to live with them for a while. But as you got to be 17 or 18, you did this on your own, or you and Ava went. You've done all of that all these years. That is so different from somebody who is, like Mom says, in their 30s, now experiencing it with a whole life already shaped and framed with less time and less emotional energy that you can devote to it. At 16, your father could embrace you in a way he couldn't at at age 30 that he could have at age five but it would have been so traumatic how would you have felt if you had to give up one or the other because clearly it was giving up at sixteen you weren't giving up you spent as I I remember reminding Luis when he would always go into an emotional tailspin when you left in the early years because it was so hard on him I would remind him I'd say Luis of course through a translator you have no reason uh, to uh, be upset or to be uh, sad you see Nelson more or or as he would call you Roberto more than I than m- Mom and I did and it was true because you spent all summers there you spent all Christmas um and therefore that made it so much richer that we could both share you without without making a decision on who who really controls you, if that's the right word, what family you're going to have to commit to. It's it's If you haven't experienced it, you can't understand it. But that is what made it vital. As I I've, I've said in the last one, every every time I tell this story, the one thing that people say to me is, oh, you not you such wonderful parents to be willing to share him. It's your age that made that sharing possible. And I think that's also what gives this story such depth and warmth and and energy because of your ability to navigate two families at once mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. so one thing we we've talked about before is the unintended impact that we have had on my my birth family in central america and you know, we, we talked about this with Ava and Toto and they expressed how much it's meant to them to have you, both of you in their lives. And so I'm wondering what is it, you know, and dad, you touched upon this a little bit, but what does it mean to the both of you to be able to help out this, this family and as you're getting to, to know them and be more of a part of their lives?
1: Well, it's what I've alluded to. One is we, uh, we have all our lives been committed to education. We've been, I guess, uh, we've supported two children for uh, Save the Children for now 40 years because we believe early education and intervention uh, and strengthening families are terribly important for society and for them. Uh, children need stable homes, they need education, they need enough to eat, they need encouragement and love but adults need that too and one of the things that we were able to do much more mom than I but on, on some occasions even for me was that the reunion for Ava and Toto with their father was problematical because they had lived most of their lives until about your age um, with, with their my grandmother.
2: grandmother, not not with Louise.
1: Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you have on that on top of that the built-in tension of their fa of your father wanting them to come back home, and then having to deal with a stepmother because they'd lost lost their mother. That creates the inevitable inevitable difficulties that aren't present when Ava finally came to realize yes she's she, like you, wrestles with why you lost your mother and what it means to you, and then to realize in an almost like an epiphany, they had found their mother again through their new mother, something that um uh, that louise's wife, what's um uh, Miriam could never do as much as she might want to um mom was non-threatening and open to it and I still remember how many hours uh, Ava and mom would talk on the phone or email about a crisis she was in or how often I talked to Toto about his business venture and what he needed to do if he were or how he should structure his finances or Ava talking to me about what do I do I can't do this job how do I get another one or how do I move within HP to a job that I can be happy in and yet grow or my constantly nagging her to get her to get her master's degree which she's now getting those are family connections and as we yeah. made them with the two of them they naturally gravitated to us given the friction they had with their biological father and we became surrogates and and obviously it's like having four children but yeah, but Yeah, we
2: worry like, about them as much as we Oh my about god, about yes. You.
1: With well, but you know, what
2: goes along with that is that then you you swell with pride when oh, when, yeah. when you have achievement. <laughs> Our sense of, of of your siblings is that particularly those two we've gotten really close to. I think because I've now gotten more sophisticated in the social media and I, I'm off this book and you insisted that I needed to because of the book. Um, I I see a lot more what your cousins and some of the other young people are doing, and I can, you know, in a small way continue continue to communicate with them in a more consistent way. But I think that's right. That it's the while we are a, a big extended family and, and and we feel tied to all of these people, you don't keep up every relationship at the same level. It just a, you know that would be impossible. But certainly would with your your siblings, I think we feel really, really close, and
1: um, and that's just so atypical. You're you not know, going that's to find just out.
2: I think. Well, I also thought about um, not only the fact that you know some of the other uh, children who've who've been reunited. You know, even from the get-go, the if they were adopted to another country, they might come to El Salvador uh, to meet members of their birth family, but very often the adoptive family was not part of that. The fact that we were sort of all together from the beginning was important, I think, mm-hmm. and we've been able to sort of sustain that, that, that you know, the, the relationship is not just to you, it's to us as a family and to Derek. And Mama Sheila certainly from the beginning also set that tone. I mean, you know, she reached out to Derek. Who was in some ways m- more vulnerable than you? A lot of people also ask me when they read my book, you know, about Derek, and it's true. At age twelve, he was much more vulnerable than you were in that situation. You know, I, I see it even more clearly sort of in retrospect. And and, um, and, well, and so being, you know, being given the feeling that you were part of it, that you were included, that 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 they were not making any differentiation between him and you in terms of the embrace that was that was terrifically powerful you know um and and set a kind of a i don't know a, a standard for me you know I tried to write about that uh, at the end
1: of the book well about, and you know, isn't it interesting when we re- remark on Derek and his and the crises? Imagine if Nelson had been twelve how much yeah, more well, right. the crisis would I have. I mean, been. yes. Uh, Again you sort so, of say sixteen
2: is different than twelve. Oh, no,
1: it just it, so we have been it, blessed in terms of, yeah, we of have how been you handle things. Much more by happenstance, by um and I think you're a stronger person for it, Nelson, for absorbing this at sixteen than if you had been four. What would we have done if you had been four and somehow your family had found you? I can't imagine. I, I say thank God it happened when it did. Yes, for many years we've learned you were struggling with who you were and what your identity was, but when it happened, it's been so successful. It's not like, well, I have a brother and a sister, and occasionally I see them. You're close to them. You're as close to them as you are to Derek. That's not normal in these situations. It's, well, it's special. Let's say. Yeah. It's special. It's special. You know? so and, and we
2: value. We value. We just value that. It's part of our lives, and and it's a it's a it's a wonderful and rich part of our lives. But we function in a way the word normal fits like a normal family. Hmm. You know, I mean, you don't uh, you don't uh, reach the ideal at every moment. Uh, you know, you have moments where you're not communicating very well, um, you have differences of opinion, and then you have other moments that are just high, where you know, oh, I have really helped this other person, or I've been able to show my love for them in a way that I know they understand how much I care for them. You know, that's that's of normal life, right? That's what we are now. We're a normal family. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Well, that that's something we talked about last time, is how... Uh, you know you do keep in touch with certain pe- members of the family and then you know it from the very beginning this was such a dramatic unusual story that it's almost nice now after 16 years to kind of settle into some of these normal rhythms where mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. uh you know we we send christmas cards and birthday cards and that's mm-hmm. the way we stay connected even though certain members of the family have drifted apart. You know, I don't get to see my cousins in El Salvador as much as I do my brothers and sisters. But that is the same challenge with any family. So, you know. Well, I think
1: it's actually, we're probably closer than many families. I still get these um, unsolicited surprise emails from Ava just telling me she's just passed her course and she feels so good about her new job. And she's so thrilled that she's making progress. She doesn't have to do that. She does it because she wants to stay in touch. Uh, and she periodically comes and visits, as she did last year. With uh, oh no, she didn't. Danny came. But it's 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 extended beyond just the four of us, also to Ava, Donny, her what, 15 year old daughter now, and it will eventually when. Toto and Lloyd's children grow up too. I think we're probably going to feel like we're grandparents in a, in a sort of way. We just consider that all very, very normal. And we already worry You know, we're going to have to make sure that there's enough money that, that those three kids get an education. Which yep. is, you'd say, that's weird. They're not ours. But they are ours. This is part of the family we have become. And I, I, I have not for a minute thought that we have not been enriched beyond beyond imagination by having found you in this most unusual way. Um, I still I still smile every time I think back to Ava's first question, serious question to me was why did you choose him? Which of course is funny because we didn't choose you. And she could never understand that until Mom wrote the book but it's part of our our lore it's part of the family um mystique we've created the family sense of of, of caring for each other uh, there's nothing phony about it toto is more withdrawn ava's very ebullient, uh and and emotive and and so your the kids are very different but they fit into our family uh I- into our family whole and you know, our prayers are for all of them and and our concerns and our worries is for all all of you. So, yes, it's a wonderful anniversary. I hadn't thought of it, um, but- No, I mean, I must say
2: that uh, Derek and I were talking about it the day before yesterday, and he said, yeah, well, I hadn't given that any thought. And I said, well, no, it hadn't really occurred to me either, but it's an interesting thought, the 16 and 16. You know, the more I thought about it, the more I thought it is meaningful to sort of look back. And now we can look back from quite a distance on that particular emotional moment. And, you know, it had its hardships too. I mean, for me, it was, it was not all that easy, but yeah, it's been, you know, I got to get a daughter out of this. I never Mm -hmm. had one. I could dress up in little dresses, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay.
0: Well, thank you both for being here. Uh, it's great to be able to Reminisce and share this uh, special time. And uh, hopefully, everyone out there listening got a lot out of this. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.